three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Easter or uh, happy uh, Zombie Jesus Day, whichever <laughs> way you. Hashtag he is you, risen. He is risen indeed. <laughs> but, but thank you for listening to the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host Hunter here, and I'm joined with the pride of Idaho. I'm here with Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Uh, howdy, y'all. <laughs> Very nice. And by the way, to you, man. Um, Happy, uh, happy start of a new baseball season. I am, Thanks. uh, as long as the Dodgers don't repeat and I put repeat in quotes cause there's an asterisk next to that world series title. Come at me all you want. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulled for your angels, man. Oh, <laughs> what, what a guy. It probably won't happen cause it's just a disappointment of a club, but every, <laughs> every, every year it's like, maybe this is the year. Maybe they get some pitching and then they don't. So. Anyways, we're talking about movies here. These, <laughs> we are. These people we don't are. want to hear about sports. I, I mean, you know, there are sports. I mean, people listen to Ben Simmons, so I mean, you know what the fuck do we? True. That's right. Ben Simmons sucks. I said it. But anyways. Coming out so, coming we, out with the hot takes. Yeah, it, that's not really, it's not really a hot take. But I also hate Boston with every fiber of my being. But that's a whole other thing. Anyways, but what we're talking about today is... Something that came out on HBO Max, it is in theaters now. Um, we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong, which I can't believe we're getting Godzilla vs. Kong. I know, it's like, like such it's, a random, random release to me. Yeah, it, it definitely is, but you know, I, I have plenty to say about this movie. That's what I will say. The Monsterverse. So, Right, uh, yes, because everything's a universe now. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Marvel. You know, it, right, like, it, it is really funny to think, you know, because obviously you have to blame Marvel for that. Right. But it's in that same way that Harry Potter started splitting, you know, books mm, into right. you know, two parts. Yep. And then, you know, it's like, well, Hunger Games will do it. Well, Divergent Twilight will do it. It's like, fuck. It. Mm. Yes, yes, mm. they did. It's like, oh, my God. So, you know, you... You, you see it done correctly once, and everyone goes, oh, that can't be hard. And it's like, well, all right. So, Let's milk but, this shit for all it's worth. Exactly. But I'll say for me, the uh, 2014 Godzilla, which uh, Colin and I reviewed, um, we both weren't crazy about I that. Think, are we talking about Skull Island? No, no. So actually, we're getting there. Okay, so, so sorry. Continue. No, no, you're good. So the 2014 Godzilla, that's the one with Brian Cranston, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, aka the second best Quicksilver, and uh, and Elizabeth as Olsen. As. He is, and that 2014 Godzilla was a disappointment for me personally because the moment Cranston gets killed, I think the movie just falls apart. It's a very dark film as far as how it's shot, so it's just hard to you know appreciate a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But then we get to Kong Skull Island, which for me. Far and away is by far the best quote monsterverse film mm-hmm. up to the up to that point. Uh, Samuel Jackson is fucking amazing in that shit, playing the villain, which was so good. You get you know Brie Larson, you get 
Tom Hiddleston, meow. Um, you get you get John C. Riley. You have John Goodman, who you know I stand by what I say about that man. I think he's one of the best actors we have working. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, just another reason mm-hmm. to watch that show. But Kong Skull Island was great and a really pleasant surprise. So then we get Godzilla King of Monsters, and I actually just listened to our review of that, which Colin and I did. And Colin, I remember I was fighting sleep in that movie. Like I was really like, oh man, I could take a nap right now. <laughs> like it's 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 too long mm-hmm. and it's just not good. Like I know people are like, but monsters. It's like, okay, you know, you're making the Transformers argument. Like, but there's robots. Like, could you give me a plot? Or a movie that I'm somewhat interested in watching, and are, let me that, let me just ask you really quickly: Are we yeah, are absolutely. we including um, the 2005 King Kong in the monster universe, or <clears throat> are we? Is that separate? Would you say? I I would say that's separate. Okay. I'm just counting the I would say count the 2014 gotcha. Godzilla on. Okay, but uh, yeah, King Monsters just has several problems, including. Uh, Kyle Chandler, I don't give a shit anyone says, and I've been in this argument, it seems like for a minute about this, but I just think Kyle Chandler sucks. I just think he's really bad in pretty much everything he's in, I know, but he's in Friday Night Lights. All right, cool, but I just, like, I know Coach Taylor, I, I just, I, he's never been my cup of tea, personally, but... I think he's fine. He's just one of those, like, um, he's like one of those least memorable famous people famous actors like he he's somebody that will fill a role and but you won't you won't remember him at all you're not going to see that movie and go he was the best part yeah so i i just i don't know man it's it's really frustrating because he's so much of a piece in king of monsters where He's basically the like the most important human in that movie, which, you know, you have Bradley Whitford and Ken Watanabe and Kyle Chandler's the most important fucking person. Right. Like, give me a fucking break. Right. Like, you know. Uh, and I didn't even include Sally Hawkins in that. But we get to Godzilla vs. Kong. And this is directed uh by uh, Adam uh, Adam Wingard, who's actually done a couple films I fucking adore. Um, he did that film, uh, The Guest, which if you've not seen The Guest, please watch The Guest. The Guest is amazing. Mm-hmm. He also did You're Next, which is a great fucking film as well. So it's not like this guy is, you know, talentless or anything like that. But but but, but he, he's not like a renowned director per se. Like he, if you look at his, you know, filmography as a director, nothing really jumps off the page as like a blockbuster you know like nothing is really Blair Witch maybe but that's a remake anyway so I don't know he I would I mean I would say the guest I I, I would say the guest is the exception to that because that is a movie that really came honestly from nowhere and actually that's something we should review if you haven't seen that the guest is fucking great but we get to this movie and obviously doing you know a small a smaller, more independent horror film versus, you know, a giant budget film like this Mm -hmm. are two completely different animals. And we've seen many uh, smaller independent filmmaker attempt to do something on the scale and fucking fail. Like we've seen it, you know, dozens of times. But I will say it doesn't happen here. 
Like, this film is not a failure, which, I'll be real, is a pleasant surprise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we should talk about our expectations, because mine were low going this. Same. And, and Same. So, I had, I've seen, I see I saw Skull Island, and I didn't love it. I thought it was kind of dumb. Um, really? Oh, I yeah, love Skull Island. And, That's so sad. Oh. Yeah, I remember we were, that was one of those movies I remember vividly, because you guys were kind of... Uh, like real excited about it afterwards. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really love it. Uh, But yeah, so it was like, and then, you know, a lot of these like monster movies, you know, they're like hit and miss. Obviously you've got like the Kaiju universe. We'll we'll just bring another universe into it with Pacific Rim. Obviously love that. Can't talk about that one enough. And you'll continue to hear about it for the remainder of my Um. But there's like such a, you know, you can really swing and miss on these. And like you said, bringing in kind of, for me, it's a bit of an unknown director. And sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes I put a, like a different, a different spin on an action movie that you wouldn't quite expect. And that sometimes that unexpectedness is like kind of a pleasant surprise. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I going into it, I was like, okay, let's low expectations, very low expectations. Yeah. And, and, and same, man. Like for me, I, I went in the, now I did see the trailer and I will say the trailer made me go, Oh shit. Mm. Okay. You might actually get this right. Because the thing I love about Kong Skull Island for me is out of all these MonsterVerse films, it's the one, it's the one film that has good human characters tom hiddleston is great in that uh we talked about samuel jackson getting this genuine obsession over i'm gonna kill this motherfucker (laughs) like he stopped just short of saying that uh you have john goodman you know who you find out tricked them all to be there which you go wow fucking cold ass move like like there are multiple human plots in that and john c Riley getting off the island after crash landing there and that scene of him going home I went, son of a bitch, that's an actual emotional, like, emotionally well-done scene. Yep. So take everything that I just said and don't apply it <laughs> because, my God, if there's one complaint I have about this movie, man, the human characters suck ass. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised to it hear is, that from you, actually. Dude, I every time a human was on screen, I was like, I could not give a fuck less. Like, that was maddening to me at this point and <laughs> dude it was so it's interesting that you say that because the cast is you know fairly star-studded as as far as like some of these monster action movies go like millie bobby brown um obviously we know her from stranger things brian uh, brian tyree and, henry and, um, yeah and drake's phone but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true technically yeah, that's true too. Uh, yep. <laughs> Julian Dennison, who I love, like I I love him in everything that he's been in Deadpool. Um, he was in Hunt for the Wilder, um, Wilder, Wilder, Wilder people, Wilder people. Yeah, Wilder that's people. right, which I loved. Um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that movie. And of course, Kyle Chandler, which we all love. <laughs> we <talked laughs> yeah, huge fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm interested to hear you say that, but I I actually agree with you on a certain level. I think that like 
this is not Millie Bobby Brown's best role. Like, okay. This was, this was a, it wasn't cringeworthy. I won't go that far. I'm not going to put her down like that because there are worse performances and we'll get to those. Um, but I was, it was kind of a bummer, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's go through the plot here. And I, so let's let's see how challenging this is going to be. So so, so there's a couple monsters, right? <laughs> so you yeah. So eight. there's so there's there are a couple monsters fighting. They're they have to go to Hollow Earth to get this energy to power this hidden secret that this organization's been building. And if you really can't figure out why they need this power, c- come on, now. join the club. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's. So, and I'll be real, that's really the plot. I gave you more plot than the film basically gives you. Yes, basically they 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 need so they have they have Kong in, in captivity at this point, right? And yeah. Um they use they they basically use him to like, Godzilla is making another comeback and he's starting to de- destroy some shit. Come to find out it's because of this Apex company program. Um, and they're using this mysterious, uh, powerful force energy thing that they find in the, in, you know, in, uh, the hollow depths of the earth. So they need Kong basically to help destroy or help fight Godzilla. Cause at this point he is the main, he's the main bad guy. Yeah. So, okay. A couple things here. So. This movie, whenever Godzilla and Kong are on screen, I went, oh, man, I'm digging this. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm really digging this. Yeah. And, but the problem is, <sighs> there's humans in this. And the humans are just not, they, they just, you know what it's like, Scott? It would be like if you got a delicious, uh, like, chocolate shake. And you're like, oh, man, the chocolate shake is delicious. And every, every two or three sips, there'd be salt in there for some reason. You go, what the fuck? Like it, it, the humans are the salt in the, in this delicious monster shake because every so often the humans pop back on screen and go, mm-hmm. oh, hey, we're here. And you go, oh, fuck, that's right. We have to address the humans here. And it's so weird that Alexander Skarsgård is in this because while his character, Nathan Lind, you know, is the one who goes ahead and uh, contributes, uh, wrote the book on Hollow Earth, uh, literally wrote the book on Hollow Earth, which, by the way, that is something that I just rolled my Seriously. eyes at because Seriously. not just because of that, but because um, and I'm blanking on his uh, on the character's name, but Corey Hawkins, who was in Kong Skull Island, who's that young, uh, you know, the young, uh, the young brother who mm-hmm. was uh, Dr. Drain straight out of Compton. He was actually the one who introduced the Hollow Earth theory. So I was like, oh, cool. Another white guy profiting off of a black guy's original idea. Shocker. But but even when he's explained the Hollow Earth thing, it doesn't really even feel like he buys it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, well, if you've dedicated this much of your life to it, I'd like you to be a little dedicated to you going Oh well, yeah, this is a thing. But he even seems kind of like well, and like I so don't know. they they try to draw more of an emotional connection because his brother, I believe, dies. You know, um, searching yes. for it, and there's this whole 
you know, gravitational field you have to get through to get there. But yeah, I was, once I heard that, like, that's kind of like part of this part, like part of the, my main problems with this movie is like, first, first, first things first, like you, there's an expectation that you should have seen, um, at least the last movie. I feel like I would say the last two, the last two. I just feel like if you're going to make something like this, like this isn't, this isn't Iron Man three where you're like, okay, there's a one and then two before this. We should probably like, you, you probably don't need to catch people up the same way. Whereas like this one, the only catching up you saw was like in the, the intro credits where they kind of went through, you know, a few major plot lines as, as the credits were going by, which I appreciated, but they, they like went forward as though you're supposed to know like the inner depths of this monster verse. And I was like, I, I wasn't lost, but it really, it really like pulled me out of it. And then they, it was like, then they're like explaining it. And then they come to this hollow earth theory and it's like, really? Like, like, so we're just going to go for it. Basically. It's like, (laughs) it's Godzilla versus Kong. And we're just going to, it's like the most fantastical idea ever. And then we're just going to throw in the idea that the center of the earth is actually a dystopian, like Kong, (laughs) you know, birthplace here. So, which by the way, like full Full spoilers, by the way, in case it wasn't obvious right. at this point, because we we I have to dig into what I personally yeah. you know had issues with. But no, you're you're a thousand percent correct. I I do. <sighs> I just feel like I just feel like for movies like this, the the point of it is is the action, and you want to see these two ginormous beasts battling each other. That's the main point of this. Nobody gives a fuck about like the like subplots of these human characters and like their, their mission that you're there for that. So don't, I just hate when they try to complicate it with all this unnecessary expectation that you know all this backstory about it when that's not what we're here for. You know, we're here to see a big ass gorilla fighting a dinosaur. Like, come on. Yeah. I I, I mean, you know, and, and I will say about Kong, it's the best Tyler Perry's ever looked. But uh, outside, but, but <laughs> I could know, know myself. But I wish I had so, like a, I wish I had some sound effects to play after that shit. Right, boom, boom. There you go. <laughs> but, but so okay, so there are several things about this movie I think we do need to bring up. First off, the cinematography mm-hmm. is fucking gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. like whenever you're on. Uh, you're at Hollow Earth, or you're seeing Kong, mm-hmm. uh, or you're seeing Godzilla. Cinematography is great. Yeah, it, it's genuinely beautiful. Um, and and this is shot design. in 4K as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. So it really, you are able to see all the things that make you go, "Oh shit!" And I actually really appreciate the scale of Godzilla mm-hmm. and Kong yeah. because now. No reason for you really knows, but he is bigger here than he was in Kong Skull Island. And I went, okay, I, I appreciate the fact that he's, you know, quote, grown, unquote. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like that. Um, the movie, as far as its starting point, it just starts off on such a weird note because uh, Madison, who's played by Millie Bobby Brown, and uh, her dad, Mark, played by Kyle Chandler, 
he basically him and her have this argument like basically to start off the film and you know she's like well why you know why are they doing this why are they screwing around with godzilla and you know and Mark Be- because she, whole, because she's been listening, she's like a conspiracy theorist, right? That's like part of her thing. Yes, like, and that's why she listens to Bernie, who is also a conspiracy theorist who works for Apex. Exactly, and and, and I laughed really hard at at uh, Mark going, you know, creatures creatures like people can change. You know, she's calling like he would never hurt us. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is a giant creature that you're putting. You know your faith in so should we being- should we cover like the end of the last Godzilla like so did they like make a deal with Godzilla like are, were were we cool at that point like basically Godzilla's like I help save you you're welcome and then just like walked away okay that's what I remember. because the we're film kind of begins where Godzilla is coming back and he's starting to fuck some shit up again yeah yeah so. So that leads us to the whole Titan Truth podcast, which I will admit I did giggle at the logo because it's very reminiscent of the uh, of the '90s Godzilla logo, like almost to a T. And I went, "That's a clever Easter egg." Like I actually appreciate that. But again, we talk about Brian Tyree Henry playing Bernie. They try to give him some emotion, you know. Oh, I lost my wife. That's why I hold this this liquor in this in this flask which which i remember yeah which i went come on brother (laughs) really and the way that alcohol is used at the end of this movie oh i'm gonna get to that shit because that was something i went give me a fucking break but uh but which is i mean it goes to your point of kind of like the 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 human element and like the character development like they things happen really quickly for these <laughs> yeah, these characters like um Madison meets Bernie pretty quickly who she's already friends with Josh and I actually I like Josh in this I think he's a good character um he played he had he adds a little bit of comic relief to everything um but the way that they they get together and like for, and like she's just like goes around asking about him basically to tries to find this guy who is like very paranoid and doesn't want to be found and has this like really weird, I don't know. It's just like, he's like such an awkward Bernie is such an awkward guy. I don't even, I'm I'm not going to even point to him as being like any sort of problem in this, in this movie as a whole, but just the way that they meet is so like, I don't know. They just, they just fall together. Everything just kind of falls together and that so, that, that kind of leads me to like we'll get into my gripes about it, but like yeah. the way that they are able to kind of infiltrate Apex and things like this, um, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. So yeah, Madison. Okay, so Madison's a bitch, straight up. She's an absolute bitch. This whole fucking movie. Um, Josh takes steals his brother's van to go ahead and have her. And him go on a road trip. She just Madison just takes over too. Like, dude, thank you. So that I have that in my notes right here. So he shows up with the van, and she gets out. He immediately takes the keys. Amelia gets in the driver's side. Is going to leave him when he goes. Are you coming? (laughs) And he's like trying to to get. 
<laughs> yeah, and he's trying to get the van door open, and she's and she's pulling out, and I'm like, God damn, bitch! Like, come, like, come on now, and I'm supposed to like her, right? And the thing is, in King of the uh, King of the Monsters, she was just as annoying, but he's gotten older and still doing this shit. And Josh brings up a really good point of why are we going, you know, Lord knows where to mm-hmm. find, you know, to find Bernie. Uh, you know, we just had an assembly about this, which is one of their attempts at humor. And she just shrugs that shit off and goes, well, I believe him. If I don't help him, who's going to? And I went, well, what if he's full of shit? <laughs> like, I mean, she could just be wrong. So her putting this much faith in him, I went, all right, that's, that's, uh, all right. I, for me... I really didn't like Josh, man. And it's not because of Julian. It's not the actor's fault. But it's the same thing with Bernie. They just don't give him shit to do. Right. And he's just made to look like a douche. Yeah, he gets kind of run over in this movie. Constantly by her. Like, mm-hmm. like she's really is... Madison really is a giant steam uh, steamroller mm-hmm. to the, the two guys in their, yeah. um, their tandem. And it really comes across like that the whole way. Even though at the end of the movie, she's really fucking useless. Because she's like, oh my god, Godzilla's in trouble. And I went, well, alright, you could, you know, try to do something. But she's yelling at the two of them like, are you hacking the computer? And I went, well, have you looked up anything on hacking? Like, are you just going to just stand there and yell instructions? Like, alright, apparently that's all this is. But cool um we do have to talk about other human characters we have uh maya simmons who's played by uh uh isaac gonzalez who you know from uh, most likely from baby driver uh she was in uh, i care a lot which i still need to review uh i care a lot's actually really great um and she's i in think Blood i think she was terrible in this i'm just gonna get out of the way i think she she yeah. she comes she comes in and like it's very clear that they needed like somebody really pretty to play like one of these roles. So they like bring her in. She's just kind of, she plays a backseat role as her character does kind of to everything. Um, and just is like kind of along for the ride and just like, is just really bad in this, like the acting, <laughs> there's no, there's some emotional parts where like, she's kind of a, a, a villain more or less. Um, oh, she is, but yeah. like, it, she did not sell it. She, I think she was my he, least favorite character in this. So that's funny. Like she, she has shown charisma. You know, like I said, Baby Driver. Yeah, I, I care a lot. She, Baby Driver was my number two of twenty seventeen. That was my number. It was. Two. Yeah. So like this, I I like her as an actress. It just was. This was not the role for her. It yeah. It, it really wasn't. And to your point. By the time she is able to show a little personality as far as being a villain, she gets killed immediately after. And I was like, oh, all right, well, cool. I guess I guess we didn't need her. Um, So as far as other stuff there, there's there are just these things that I just roll my eyes at. So Kaylee uh, Hoddle plays a Gia whose parents got killed in uh, King of the Monsters and she got adopted by. Uh, Eileen uh, Andrews, who's played by Rebecca Hall, who's an actress that I just fucking love. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like she's always 
it's just in thankless shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Where I see her and I go, oh, cool, you're in this. Oh, I wish I did more of you. Fuck. Um, I mean, Iron Man 3, I enjoyed her in, even though they re- incredibly reduced her role, which they shouldn't have done. Yeah. But, the t- but you know, the town, BFG, um, uh, Teen Spirit, which I actually just bought the soundtrack for. Uh, huge fan of Rebecca Hall. And... I will say out of the human characters, and I admit this is admittedly a low bar to clear, the relationship between her mm-hmm. uh between her and Jaya is the only thing I kinda even remotely right. gave a shit a shit about on the human side. Right. And because and, and Gia's yeah. connection with Kong too. Like that was the most believable emotional connection was between a young girl and a mutant ape. Which just points to the giant issues of the right. of the man uh, of the uh, human cast. It's my fucking god! Like how? And let's be, keep in mind. So she actually is a uh, a mute actress. Uh, she actually is. Oh really? Uh, is death? Yeah, she actually is. And that's impressive. I'm. And I yeah. And I gotta say yes. Admittedly, the whole and I even called this when I saw the trailer and they show her hold, holding like the doll of Kong and went. Oh gosh, she's gonna use sign language to talk to the fuck to fucking Kong, isn't she? And exactly like you see mm-hmm. Kong sign home. I went, oh Christ, okay. But I like that part. But, I'm not gonna lie. I did you? I, oh, yeah, you I, that's, that's the only emotional part that was like available to me in this movie. Um, let's let's get to some things that we like because we said you said yeah. the jump that this wasn't a failure, right? That you know this wasn't something that like I. I personally, um, I'll just say, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought that I would. Um, okay. One thing was it was relatively short. And yes, thank God. It's it under was two hours. Yeah, it was like hour thirty. It was like hour forty-five minus the credits. It was like hour thirty of of actual movie. Um, yeah. And I appreciated that. Like, you know, they had to rush a lot of the human human element here, but. Like, I did appreciate that they were trying to keep it clean and concise. Um, Agreed. You know, I I liked the the twist in, t- in the extent that at the end of kind of the new enemy here. Now, the way that they described that enemy, I mean, we're doing spoilers here. So, like, we are. the... Um, Megazilla, Mega Godzilla, Me- Mega 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 Godzilla, Mega yeah. Godzilla. Excuse me. That the the how that developed was ridiculous. <laughs> but the yeah, fact, but the fact that it wasn't like a a true. It was it was a true Kong versus Godzilla, and there were there were moments for that, but it didn't accumulate into that where they ended up having to help each other. Which I I like that I I I did enjoy that. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. So I don't, I don't know if you're ready to get into that yet, but yeah, yeah, let's, let's go there. So I timed it. It's about 40 minutes in till you get your first Godzilla vs Kong fight, which is mm-hmm. too fucking long, by the way. Like like a third of the way in the fucking movie. But my God, once you get it, holy balls, is it awesome? Like there's this there's a shot of Kong swimming underwater, which is where he would have the advantage. You mm-hmm. see him and Kong fighting each other. You see Kong. Uh, there's a shot of Kong looking down 
uh, from the ship he's on, and Godzilla pops up, mm-hmm. and I'll be I'll be real. I was mid bong bong hit when I saw. It. I was like, God damn! <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, was sh- a, that was such a cool fight scene. Him, it uh, was Hong Kong jumping from ship to ship, and you know Godzilla just destroying everything in its path. That was that was a pretty incredible scene. It, it really was in the in the and that first fight goes on for like yeah like t- almost ten minutes. I went yeah. okay, that really worked. When they do get to uh, to Hong Kong, you know that's the real big you know all you know all bets are off fight. And right. there's this part where Kong uses two buildings. He grabs two buildings to like springboard himself off of and gives fucking Godzilla a drop kick. I was like, oh shit! Like. Like it's you get a lot, a lot of them actually fighting, and mm-hmm. I, you, you know, and I, I have to give the film credit for realizing, okay, we're selling this on Godzilla vs Kong. We really need to deliver, and they do deliver. Like, like credit where it's due, they really mm-hmm. do deliver on that aspect. And again, I mentioned the cinematography, but everything else, man, I, I think the score is very all over the place. It's kind of odd. Yeah, there's a couple points. Uh, there's the um, the scene where Kong is being uh, he's been sedated, and they're uh, he's on the ship, and they start playing um, uh, Elvis's uh, "Loving Arms." I really love that song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very good song choice here. Yeah. But then when they're in Hollow Earth, they're almost playing this like almost tenacious D <laughs> like level rock, right. and I went, "This is a really bad choice here. Like you should have gone with soft." orchestra type thing mm-hmm. uh for, for getting the hollow earth and mm-hmm. the whole the whole bit of them going to hollow earth as far as them getting there i thought the cinematography was really good on that using those uh those uh machines those heave Ships. machines which the hollow earth aerial vehicles which sure okay <laughs> but um but i love that whole sequence and mm-hmm. that leads that leads to that scene of kong staying on the edge of the cliff and like touching um like the rocks floating above him yeah. cinematography on that is great and there are just these mo- those moments i went this really works there's yeah. also that scene of um uh, i think it's jaya I- i've been saying jaya if that's wrong sorry yeah, is it Gia but or jaya or one of I, th- I think it's jaya i think it's okay. jaya but that scene of her going to talk to Kong in the rain and Kong mm. like points his finger down ET style. Yeah. And the way that was shot, I went, okay, like there's this has some of the most beautiful shots in yeah. the movie I've seen so far this year, which I which I'll be real was a very big surprise for me. I was like, wow, okay. Agreed. Like they, I, I I think the same thing. It's and I I just wanted to add the like the opening shot of Kong where it's almost I was almost getting like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy opening vibes. Where it was kind of like a, um, oh, I, 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 mean. I don't remember what the track was, but it was more of like a seventies uh, track. And um, Kong's like kind of waking up, and he like takes a shower, and he like pulls a tree out and sharpens it, and just chucks it at the, <laughs> chucks it at the the enclosure that he's in. Like there's there's moments like that where the score like really matches, but then like you said, like even in some of like the fight scenes, you're like what what are they playing right now? Like, it's just kind yeah. of, it didn't match for me. No, uh, agreed. And so the fights really do work for me. Um, the last big fight between uh, 
Mechagodzilla, Kong, and uh, and Godzilla really worked for me as well. But I do have to jump back to some stuff that I just I just didn't like. So yeah, feel free. the whole a- the whole Apex Corporation mm-hmm. they spent presumably billions of dollars on this like tunnel that's able to transport. Oh my gosh! Uh, materials from one spot to another. But the place where Mechagodzilla is being held, there is not an ounce of security. <laughs> you can just walk in the room like it's nothing. And every door, and this is just one of those big evil corporation things in films that I just, that bothers me. And I admit yeah. it's a personal peeve. But every door just opens the moment you're it, inside. It's like, it's <laughs> like Star Wars. You're like on the Death Star and you're just like, you know, like walking around. Doors are opening. You're kind of like slipping in and out. And I didn't even see one guard. So... There, there are two, but they are like two. out of frame. Yeah, right. They're out of frame quick. But but so like this, the the team of Madison, Bernie, and Josh are like they've decided. Well, Bernie and Madison have decided. Madison, I guess specifically, has decided that they want to break in and like find out what's going on because they're you know Bernie's this conspiracy theorist and he's like oh this is connected to this and this is connected to this Josh is like you guys are fucking crazy like i don't know what you're talking about but they they sneak in through like a cargo ship on this underground yeah. like highway <laughs> that yeah. they're going they show the speed limit it's like 600 to 700 miles an hour and they how they're not how they're not dead i don't know how how they're not like 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 jelly jam to the backside of this cargo ship <laughs> is beyond me. And not even to the point of them like slipping onto that thing unnoticed. And it was just like, and they kind of stumble into this, the arena where the, um, the Mecha Godzilla is. And like, it, it's just way too convenient and easy. And, you know, I think, you could probably argue that I would I would bitch about it if they took forever on it and like they made it a whole thing, but it was just so, like it, it was so ridiculously easy for a group of children essentially and Bernie to just hack their not even hack their way just slip their way into this you know multi billion trillion dollar corporation who's supposed to be this like ultra top secret corporation. Like that's right. like the whole thing is that it's nobody knows about it, but they were able to find it and slip in. So that was like, that was one of my biggest gripes of this movie. Uh, agreed. And, and something else that for the plot really does bother me. So the way they get the hollow earth, they have to show, you know, these, you know, the ships and all that they take mm-hmm. down, but then Godzilla, at a point when he gets to Hong Kong, just burrows through the earth like it's nothing. So in theory, you could have you didn't need Kong to actually get you to Hollow Earth. You could just start drilling somewhere, and eventually you would have just hit. Well, Hollow didn't earth? Godzilla just like shoot his laser mouth like thing into the? Didn't he do? Isn't that how we got there? Or did he actually burrow? Or did he like dig? Uh, so so they actually dug because remember because that's where Kong like kind of led them to it, but. Because remember, that's where he gets the axe and puts it in the ground, and then... Right, no, 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 yeah. Oh, so you're saying they had already dug that. Yeah, so I'm like, why the fuck do you need Kong then, really? You you don't, really. That's so true. Because they make a giant point of Kong has to lead us to it, but Mm -hmm. once they burrow, they kind of just 
don't really follow him. They just kind of go like, all right, let's fly around a little they, bit. They oh, fo- there it is. Like They follow him to his, like, little palace or whatever it was. And, like, his home, I guess. Like, his birthplace, maybe. But, yeah, but they like, really undercut really, like, his... Only... And then they, they like, kind of throw in the axe thing there and don't... It's just a lot, like, that's the thing about these kind of movies where it's like, let's just make, like, an energy force, right? And that's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's what everybody's after is, like, okay, now the bad, now Apex want that to create the Mecha, uh, Mecha Godzilla, and, but it's actually not a thing. It's in his tools or whatever, but when he's fighting, he can lose it. Like, it's, you have to charge it. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just like this wishy-washy element of this movie that they can kind of do whatever they want with. And I get it. Cause yeah. it's like whatever, like this big fun action movie. But if you're trying to really be scientific or like explain it or cause like part of this is that's what they're trying to do. It's like, Oh, we have to get through this. We have to take these specialized vehicles, break through this barrier, get to the hollow earth, which I thought was beautiful. Like, Oh, hollow earth is beautiful. Once the way there. that they showed that. And that it was almost like vertigo a little bit where you yeah. had like the, you know, mountaintops touching each other and the way that Kong was able to like go to the mountaintop and jump to the other side. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, this like the like like I said, that whole energy force idea was, uh, I did not. I I feel like it wasn't played out very well. No, I I, I agree. And the other thing I will just say, just aesthetically, for it doesn't make sense that where Kong's home is for it to be that technologically advanced. You, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like. I, that was something I just went for this being Kong. I would have preferred this to look more tribal, oh, more primitive absolutely. and set up. Yeah, it was more of like space, like like spacey, space age technology, not like yes. a not like a rock and hammer type deal. I agree. Which because didn't make- because isn't that what isn't that what um, now I'm I now I want to say Gia. How do you how did you Gia, <laughs> Gia, Gia, Gia. Yeah. because Gia, she is yeah. she's. Her, she's from those natives, right? Isn't she? She is of those people. Yes, it's and, service, and that's yeah. very, very native. And like, I, I really, I wish they would have st- stuck with that as well. Agreed. And 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 last thing I will say, I, I actually I've got a couple more here. Um, so when Kong and Godzilla are just destroying or beating the shit out of each other in Hong Kong, there is not a police person. There's not a helicopter. There is nothing. <laughs> Anywhere close to the fight, no National Guard, no army, nothing. And I'm just sitting there watching going, okay, mm-hmm. no one's coming. Mm-hmm. No one's going to even attempt to try to, like, really? Like, that was something that, honest to God, did take me out of the movie. Because, dude, fuck. I mean, you know, like, cops show up for way less than that shit. Like, yeah. so... The fact, oh, hey, there are two giant, giant titans destroying the fucking city. Agreed. I would, you know, I would, I would counter that just to be devil's advocate here. Okay. Um, I would say that they already know that they can't do shit. Like, I would, like the beginning of the movie, like he was just destroying battleships like it was nothing. But it was weird that there weren't like 
planes or helicopters at that point. Exactly. Like, like, they were all there. Everything, all of that was present for the other fights, but not this, like, ultimate showdown. Exactly. And that's something I just went, all right, guys. Like, like, come on, y'all. And... The the villain who uh, the 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 main villain who's played by uh, uh, Demian uh, Bashir who plays uh, Walter Simmons, his whole motivation. So first off, Kong is the one not not Kong. Sorry, Godzilla is the one who's being provoked. But it seems like he's being provoked just to prove that Mecha Godzilla can beat Godzilla. Which yeah, is, so what is so like they created Mechagodzilla to defeat him, but by by trying to create him, they've like how how does Godzilla know that? Like, so it's just like a feeling. Like it's like he just feels that they're creating his arch nemesis. I didn't really understand that part. I'll, I'll be real; I wasn't clear. <laughs> okay, that was okay. I didn't know that was it was something just I was kind of like because they kept saying he was provoking Godzilla. I was like, all right, well, like well they did. Well, they had that other skull of the of the monster zero. Oh, that's in there. right. No, you. That's so, true. Okay. So I think that's probably how they're provoking true. him. But then that leads to the giant plot hole of what the actual fuck of yeah. him going through all this to potentially kill Godzilla if he shows up again. But you're mm-hmm. provoking Godzilla, so why do you really need make a Godzilla in the first place? Right. You could easily fix that by doing what you did with Kyle Chandler, like have say that Walter lost his wife and be like, hey, I've lost family because mm-hmm. of dude, fucking pull Captain America Civil War. I lost family because of the last time Godzilla was here. Right. You know, what, uh, what like he has he... some sort of vendetta, not just yes, some it... crazy rich dude. Yeah, you because when the moment he goes oh, I'm willing to take on this burden because Madison goes, you know, you've, you provoked him, you brought him here and he goes, oh, well, I, I, and I, and I alone have given humanity a chance against the Titans, you know, which, which, by the way, if I'm one of the people who built that, I'd go, fuck you, dude, like, apparently your engineers don't mean shit, but, but. Well, it's just kind of the way that he treated Ren, which is, um, like, who, who's like the pilot of this, who really gets kind of screwed over in this whole thing. Um, he's, he's just another puppet. You're not, you're not lying. And, and, and to that point, when they get the hollow earth energy, Ren is the only, so first off, they're <laughs> able to, they, da- they download it like so it's a fucking quickly. MP3. Like, so quick. Like you, what, what is my, I have a, my, my computer tower is, it's a great fucking tower and my shit doesn't download that quick. I was like, come on y'all really? Like that was something I definitely giggled mm, at, but yeah. But the part, because Rin is the only one who goes like, yeah, we haven't, te- or not Rin, someone else goes like, we haven't tested this technology. We don't know how it'll react. And- no, yeah, that was him, because he's the <laughs> oh, pilot. That was Rin. He- yeah. That's right, yeah. But but Walter goes, you know, just put on the, da- the, the goddamn yeah. helmet. And I went, dude, leave. Like, don't, mm-hmm. like, because, but that's a chance to have Walter shoot him himself and go, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Like, right, and then he really the becomes that. Exactly. But they couldn't even do that right. It's like, goddamn, people. Like, I'm, dude, I'm trying, man. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to give this movie, you know, some rope, but at a, at a point. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, are we, do, are we criticizing this too much for what it is? Are, should we be viewing it like a Pacific Rim where it's like, you know, it, 
take it at face. We're, we're take, we're, we're diving too deep into it, but then, but then I think about it and the movie really attempts to go deeper into it. Like, yes, it's if, if they just wanted to do a, a, you know, monster movie, like do rampage again, then <laughs> they, they could have done that without trying to go into all this, you know, backstory and the monster verse. It's almost like they're, they're restricted by the monster verse that they have all these, you know, details that they have to get into. And then that really takes away from it, which was the best part. And I think that we're, we're really bashing on this, or at least I am. I didn't, I didn't hate this movie. Like, Oh no, I didn't hate it. Like this wasn't something that made me mad. It wasn't like a, I was like, like I said before, pleasantly surprised by this, but if you really like wanted to like get into this movie, like there are some major problems and, the major one being, which you can go into, is the climax and how they defeat it. So, yeah, I this, I'll be <laughs> real, made me go, oh, fucking come on. Because while Madison is yelling, like, we have to do something, we have to do something. Why don't you do something, bitch? No, no, you're the men. Do so, so-, this is like, <laughs> so this is the final climax scene where, like, uh, Kong is down and Godzilla is, is like... Godzilla is battling Mechagodzilla and they're like kind of taking turns on him. But clearly the Mechagodzilla is way stronger than both of them. Yeah. And, and and, well, we didn't talk about the fact that Kong got knocked out by Godzilla and was dying. And (laughs) and so I'm sitting here watching it. I went, Oh God, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to have, the girl legitimately be a Kong whisperer and be like, get up. And he'll like, get up. Right. Like the power of love. Yeah. Or, and I'll be real. I would have greatly preferred that option to what we got. You have uh, Nathan who, by the way, he's been pretty fucking useless for most of the movie goes, Oh, I can use one of the ships and use it as a giant um, uh, resuscitator. Yeah, it's like a defib- defibrillator. Like, yeah, thank you. What the uh, hell? To wake Kong up. And here's the thing, man. My thing is, have him do that as silly as it is, but then go, oh, he doesn't have enough power. Like, he has to, you know, turn the ship's voltage up or whatever. And so then you have, like, at least a hero moment there. Like, he has to sacrifice himself for the better you know, Independence Day, as it were, um, you know, kind of like the Randy Quaid stuff. And they couldn't even do that. It's like, oh, God. And so, yeah, you get to see Kong and Godzilla, you know, beat Mega Godzilla. I did appreciate how Kong ripped the head. That is mm-hmm. something I went. I went. That's a great shot. That is like my favorite Kong move. Like, I love that that is his finishing move. Like, not right. Like, not just tearing it off, but like in um, in Skull <laughs> Island, like he would. He would take their mouth and like rip it all the way yes. open so that it like it exposes their whole like he rips their head in half. And like that is the coolest finishing move ever. Yeah, I I, I do love that. It, it, it's a pretty badass uh badass finisher. But yeah, man, just to to, to, to get to final thoughts here, uh before uh well actually never mind, I was gonna bring up that one thing. So the beat make a Godzilla <laughs> I can't remember the line before, but uh, oh, that's what it is. Uh, Bernie says something about alcohol, and Josh goes, "Alcohol, alcohol." And the moment he said alcohol, I looked at, I looked at my roommate and went, "Oh, for fuck's sake! If he's about to pour that flask out, and yep, apparently that's all it took—just this little bit of booze, which 
isn't a lot, by the way. It's maybe a shot's worth, maybe two shots worth. Pours it in the in the uh, on the machine and make a Godzilla. That's all. You know what it made me think of? It made me think of the uh, of uh, the one SpongeBob where Plankton builds a uh, <laughs> Robo Crabs and there's the penny slot and that's all it takes to make it self destruct. <laughs> and I, at least that's a fucking cartoon. And it's supposed yeah. to be funny. This shit, I went. <laughs> so the, the, there's a there's a part in that where where Josh is like trying to hack it and clearly he doesn't know what he's doing and Madison's like like come come on do it like what what are you what are you doing he's like well like you know I know HTML <laughs> I was like that's some funny shit right there like yeah he's like I learned HTML at camp like like you fucking idiot you don't know what you're doing but that was like some reality and then. They he literally pours the liquor in like the <laughs> there's like some slots above the keyboard he's working yep. on and is like wait wait a second I know what to do hi George I think he's got it yeah it's 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 fucking dumb man and that shit I just went guys come on but again here we are but mm-hmm. getting more final thoughts I god damn like the more I think about it. Yes, is this dumb? My fucking god. Yes, 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 this is stupid. And I'm seeing, fr- I've had arguments with friends of mine already who are like, oh man, this is so much fun. Like, but look, y'all, if you're gonna do apply that logic here, it's the Transformers logic. It's the same thing you hear about those fucking movies outside sure. of Bumblebee. Like, come on, Hunter, they're just giant robots. Why do the humans have to care? Because you have humans in this. You have yeah. to have you you have to address that. You can't just go, it's a monster movie, and just wipe everything else off the board. That's not how criticism works. So goddamn it. So yeah, are the human like the thing for me, I'll say, if you could take the action here and for me combine it with the character development of Kong Skull Island, you'd have a perfect monsterverse movie for mm-hmm. me. And they just cannot seem to get the formula where both of those things are in the same film. And Mm -hmm. my biggest frustration comes from the fact that I think this film is a rewrite away from being a good film as far as a floor. And they just didn't care enough to get there. So I'm going to give this. Fuck. Um, (laughs) It's a hard, it's a hard grade. It it is man. Cause because it's a, it's enjoyable. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's yeah. an, it's an enjoyable movie. If, like you you get you get what you want out of it. Yeah, but you know I, I have to criticize it at the same time. Yeah. So you know I'm gonna fall right where I do with uh I'm gonna give this a C plus. I think that's fair. I, mm-hmm. I think for what this is because I believe I I don't remember why I gave Kong Skull Island. I think I gave it a B plus for an A minus. So I would I would stand by either of those mm-hmm. grades. Um, for me with this though, there will be someone who who takes the action scenes and just cuts that together on YouTube, and I'll get high and I'll watch that shit maybe on loop because that that shit will be great to watch. Mm-hmm. But you have to watch some human shit in here, and that it just you know it 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 clogs the works up a little bit. Yeah, but. But like I said, there there is stuff here to enjoy. I would this isn't even close to as bad as King of the Monsters or yeah. 
you know, Lord help us that '90s Godzilla movie. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just disappointing because you see the glimpses of what could right. be good, right. if not a great film. So yeah, C plus for me. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty much right where you're you're at. I I think I. I think I enjoyed the there's more characters that I enjoyed than you. I think I liked Josh a little bit better and Bernie was okay. He was like, you know, I could, I feel like they couldn't decide what kind of character they wanted him to be. That's very um, accurate. Yeah. Um, but I, I love him as an actor. Um, and, you know, Millie Bobby Brown was not not very good. I, I like Rebecca Hall in this. I think Eileen was a really great character, especially in her interaction um, with um Gia, anyway, so I, I I think a lot of my grade here goes into my expectations, and they they were fairly low for this. It I just can't overstate like it's a really beautiful film. Like it really is. It this the cinematography, like the 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 action, the um like the scenery, um like nothing seems like cheap and like. Oh, that's like some cheap ass CG. Like sometimes movies will kind of mail it in and that try to save some money, um, but they definitely took their time with that. Um, and it just the the I think I would it's like I was I was so much more drawn to Kong and his discovery of all this stuff and him him trying to figure out where he's from than the people that were taking him there or. The, the hum, like you said, the human side of this, where like what their motives were. Um, uh, you know, I'm this was a tough one, like I said, like because like I enjoyed it to an extent, but there, there were definitely moments where I was brought out of it either because of the acting or because like it just didn't make sense or they expected me to know like this you know, certain theory that carried over from the previous movie. Now I'm not, not blaming them because I didn't see the last Godzilla, but I'm just saying these kind of movies, you, you're, you don't need to like include so much backstory, but there needs to be something to some refresher so that you're not pulled out of the movie while you're trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm going to give this a B minus. Um, I think it was enjoyable overall. Um, like I love the fight scenes, and I think if if you do this movie, you have to get that right. Right, you have to. Agreed. You have to get that action right. You have to get the those two main characters that you're is on. You know, is in the title. You have to get that right, and I believe that they did. So I have to give them credit for that. Um, so yeah, I gotta go B plus. I think I would. Whoa, you said B minus. You said B minus. B minus. Excuse me. B-. Easy, B-. easy. B-. <laughs> I was about to be like, what B plus? Mother? I Top was, ten yeah. list. Top ten. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I would. I think I would recommend this to people, but with a caveat. You know, um, this is definitely one to like. You know, go to your local dispensary and buy some delicious bud and smoke it and watch this movie too. Um, But overall um, it could definitely be improved upon for sure. Agreed. And and the thing is, man, I mean, now granted I haven't been in a theater since, Oh God, uh, last Last January. 
So I mean, I would go see this. I'd go see this on a big screen. I honestly would. I'd yeah. pay the twelve bucks or whatever because the action stuff. Seeing this in IMAX, I think would be a, uh, yeah. would be a fucking was this, experience. This wasn't shot for three D or anything, was it? Because there were some I don't moments. So. There were some moments where it's like they were kind of reaching out, or like there was some huge explosion, and you felt like it was kind of coming at you. I didn't know if that was they were meant it that way, but yeah, I agreed. Seeing this. It might be a different experience in a theater. Agreed. But like I said, I, I would tell people, to your point, I would tell people to watch this with the caveat of knowing what sort of film you're getting into. Right. But, Agreed. But, yeah. Uh, but this is on HBO Max until April 30th. I'll watch this again at some point before it leaves uh, HBO Max. Because, again, the action stuff worked for me. And... I put this on and Mr. Katzen, when Godzilla first showed up, he, his eyes, like his ears perked, like, Oh shit. (laughs) So I I did get some entertainment out of that, but uh, yeah, but Godzilla versus Kong, Uh, by the way. Oh yeah. That's the last thing I'll say. Godzilla just lets Kong up at a point where he's beaten him. And I went, Godzilla's been smashing everything in this fucking movie. He goes, oh, I'm good. I went, mm, really? He could have like killed He could have killed Godzilla in, like, this first, first fight scene that they're in. Yeah. And I yeah. just kind of went, all right, that's, that's uh, sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I digress. But <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong, everyone, what did you think? Let us know what you thought in the comments. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Uh, don't forget to like our gaming page, Real Pineapple Games, on Facebook as well. I'm going to finally start streaming something here in the next couple weeks I will, as we get closer to 420. Because I'm getting my second COVID shot, so I'm going to see how I feel Ew. after that. But uh going to be streaming here by the end of the month. I'm really excited to see, uh, to figure out I'm going to stream. Might be Cyberpunk, we'll see. But uh don't forget to follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the first. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, to name a couple, at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will have reviews up for uh, I Care A Lot, as well as a review for The Father, and the courier, which I'm really excited to uh, get those uh, uploaded for all of you. And once the season's in, we'll have reviews up for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which uh, I'm so excited to talk about that. Don't fuck it up, Marvel. Uh, <laughs> we'll have reviews up for that. And I actually started watching the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and I'm not going to lie, I'm liking that show much more than I probably should be. <laughs> Is it knuckle puck time or what? It, uh, sadly, no Keenan Thompson, oh. no knuckle pucks yet. But they do have a black kid, so maybe it's okay. you know, maybe it's hereditary. Maybe he's maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe he tops the knuckle puck off screen. We don't know it yet. But, but <laughs> thank, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please take care of each other. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Get your COVID shot, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.